Hey, hey, everybody. Today's episode is a heart check. I needed to do this episode. For all of my teacher and mom friends who are out there listening to me going, that girl, Mackenzie, she's got this micro school. She does it full time out of her house. That sounds like a lot of work. She's got multi-age kids. I do not know how she's doing it all. How in the world is this possible? She's got to be overworked, needing a break, just ready to get out of town and being burnt out. And I want to tell you, that's a misconception. And today I'm going to share with you how I keep a work-life balance and why I will never go back to what I used to do. Many people will look at me and I've heard it over and over. Gosh, that's a lot. Mm, That's a lot. And I want to tell you, while it's not a walk in the park, it's definitely not as if I have climbed Mount Kilimanjaro and it's definitely not out of reach for anybody. I chose to start this micro school. Even though it's full time, I chose to start this because I was desperately needing a work-life balance. Coming from public school all my years of teaching and then thinking I need needed to possibly become a principal, started my way into instructional coach and thinking, oh my gosh, I don't want to go back into the classroom and do what I've done. And I definitely don't want to climb the, climb the ladder. I don't want to be a principal and I don't want to stay coaching because I'm tired of looking at all of these teachers who are burnt out and stressed. This was the answer. And I just want to set the record straight. I want to help you. If you are fearful that you're going to have to dive deep into this and you're going to have to immerse yourself and be committed to this for the next 10 years and you're just going to be slaving away and you're going to fall on your bed at the end of the day and go, why did I get myself into this? We're going to have an honest conversation because I am not about to lead sheep to a slaughter, okay? That is not where I am going with Teacher Let Your Light Shine. This is Teacher Let Your Light Shine. So we're going to let our light shine in a way that we've never thought was ever possible. Whether it is starting a micro school full-time, whether it's starting a micro school part-time, whether it's starting your own learning pod, whether it's starting your own preschool, it's about breaking away from the system saying, yes, I can build a business. Whether or not it's full-time, whether or not it generates six figures, whether or not it generates $3,000, $1,000, $500, no matter if it generates $90,000, no matter if I become a millionaire, I have the opportunity right at my hands, living in a country where I am free to build a business, where I am free to teach children in any way, it does not have to look the way that we have been ingrained and indoctrinated to think that learning must look like. I'm telling you right now, I'm fired up for today because this podcast, this whole mission of Teacher Let Your Light Shine is to help teachers create a business in which they feel lit up, in which they feel free, in which they feel as if they have the power, the courage, the authority to step out and do what God has called them to do instead of doing what everybody else says that they have to do. I better just stop myself right now. We better get into this episode. Get yourself in a position where you can see the possibilities and let's get into it.
Woo! Firecracker, firecracker, boom, boom, boom. I think it's because I've got my lion's mane coffee and my green tea powder. Yep. It's the whole thing. If you want to know more about it, just reach out and ask me. I have this lion's mane coffee powder. It's cocoa powder and green tea, and I mix it with oat milk. It's absolutely delicious, and I think that it's just this topic that we're going to go over today. I'm just, listen, the whole reason why, oh gosh, okay, just slow down, Mackenzie. Well, before I even get started, I have to remind you that we have our introductory rate, www.teachersletyourlightshine.com shop introductory rate for all of the products that will help you in marketing, whether it is your homeschooling business, your learning pod, or your micro school, full-time, part-time, preschool, whatever it is, we have all of the products that you can use to market your school or what your business that you're choosing and to be able to enroll students and seal the deal with a handbook and a contract. So head on over to www.teachersletyourlightshine.com slash shop. We have been hard at work cultivating high quality and user-friendly, I mean really truly remarkable marketing products so that you can advertise, organize, and monetize your business, your school, whatever it is that you are deciding that you are choosing to use for your gifts and your talents. There is an introductory rate until March 28th introductory pricing. So be sure to go and grab whatever materials you need to help shape your teacher journey. We've got step-by-step instructions to help you write powerful marketing brochures. You're going to have all of my examples. You can plug and play. You're going to have enrollment forms, introductory packets, and so much more. You're going to find very easy to use templates made to simplify the creation process. I'm going to save you hours. And that is exactly why it's the instructional coach inside of me. This is what I love doing for teachers. I love saving you the time, the energy, the effort. I like making these materials for teachers because it helps set them free. You know, I just had a teacher friend. She lives down the street from me. And she was like, Mackenzie, I love following you and seeing just every time you post how many downloads you've had for your episode. And she encouraged me so, so well. She was my daughter's teacher, I was her son's teacher, and then I was the instructional coach at our school that we went and taught at, um, helped start together. It was a really great experience, but she said to me, Mackenzie, I see the difference that you're making, and I really am so proud of you. And I'm not sitting here trying to toot my horn here, but here's what she said that I think that you need to know. She said, I know that you've always been in this to help the teachers, and she knew that. When I was the instructional coach at school, she knew that I could not bear it anymore, not just for our students' sake, but for our teachers' sake. I just could not bear the load anymore. I was tired of telling teachers to do things that they did not believe in. I didn't believe in. And with that being said, I'm just so grateful for the people that have poured into my life and have taken the opportunity to allow me to help them. And many teachers right now have gone through coaching with me and starting their micro school, starting their businesses. And I just want you to know that you don't have to have a full-time micro school. That's what I'm doing. But I also am offering my services part-time. I also help teachers build learning pods. I also help teachers start any type of homeschooling business that lights them up. This is teacher, let your light shine. And whatever it is that you feel will make your light shine for the world to see, that's what we're all about. We are not about it being cookie cutter. No, the world wants it to be cookie cutter. The world wants you to follow 
the big, wide gate. But we are on a narrow road here. We do it our way because we know that our way is for the heart and the minds of the children. And I wanted to talk to you about this work-life balance because there's a misconception. You know, there was a, in 2019, an Arizona radio host interviewed 44 veteran public school teachers about the problems with education. And the main problem, one teacher explained, was not the money, but the joy that has been strangled out of the profession. And do you know what I love about this type of business or being an entrepreneur is that we can build this any way that we want to. And I encourage you to go back even to the last episode if you're a parent and you're a homeschool mom and you're like, I don't want to do a full-time business. I want to do something that's flexible and part-time, but I still want to make money. Go listen to that episode. Go listen to episodes 47 through 56. Listen to me, friends. Listen to episodes 47 through 56. I did an entire month on the business possibilities that you have when it comes to letting your teacher light shine. You can do it in so many ways. Your offer to families is so valuable. Whether or not you do this full-time or part-time, you can build it any way that you want to, as big or as little, whatever you want to do that makes you love what you do. And in this episode, like I said, I'm going to share a common misconception that people ask about my micro school. They'll say, gosh, that must be a lot. You have different ages. Gosh, it's in your home. You do it full time. You're still teaching. Ugh. What about your prep work? How do you plan for all those lessons? My gosh, you probably spend hours doing it. It's probably more work than what you were even doing in public school. And I'm here to say, no, it is not. It is nowhere near. I will never be compared to what I used to do in public school ever. And I definitely did not want to get out of the system to recreate the system. So today I'm going to share how it's different, how I achieve work-life balance, and why I will never go back, like I said, to what I was doing. Because my husband just looked across the table from me the other night and I said, honey, we were talking about the future and, you know, five years of lighthouse learning, 10 years of lighthouse learning, what it could look like. And I'm not saying that I want to get bigger. Okay. I am not saying that because I do not believe that bigger is always better. So I'm going to let God steer Lighthouse Learning because I do not ever want my teacher light to be dimmed. Hear me out. I never want my teacher light to be dimmed. And so if I created this business for work-life balance, you better believe I'm going to create the systems and the people in place to make sure that I can have that work-life balance. I chose to have this in my home because I wanted to work from home. I love being able to go throw in a load of laundry, to go make sure that my dishes are put into my dishwasher. And these children see this. These children see a mother who is present. Now, I'm not their mother, but they see a mother who is present. Their mothers are off to work. Their mothers are working and providing for their family, just like I'm providing for my family. And I truly believe that there will be teachers that rise up from Lighthouse Learning that will come back after they graduate from wherever they graduate from, whether it's Lighthouse Learning, I don't know where God's going to have us, but they will come back and they will be teachers. And they will see that they don't have to follow what the world tells them to do as a teacher. Teachers are more than just teaching reading, writing, and math. I'm teaching these children life skills. I'm teaching them how to be responsible for their environment and to cultivate an environment that we love coming to every day. Yes, they sweep, they mop, they dust, they Windex. You better believe it. It's in my home. 
And if, the, if I'm going to open up my home to these children, they're going to learn what it takes to take care of a home. Now you tell me, oh gosh, don't get me started today. Woo, I'm fired up. You tell me in what school they learn that. What school do they learn that in? Because at the schools that they go to, they've got janitors cleaning up after them. They think that they can spill the pencil sharpener all over the floor and that somebody else will come and vacuum it up, but not at Lighthouse Learning. Nope. They're going to find that whatever they do, what if they make a mess, they are responsible for cleaning it up. They help do yard work. They help clean the pool sometimes. If they want to go swimming in the pool and there's leaves in the pool, they got to help clean the pool. Now, this isn't a babysitting service, by the way, just so you know. Okay? It's still high value. Whenever we are teaching children to have life skills, to be wonderful children of our community, to have service for our neighbors, to bake cookies and go deliver it to the neighbors. Tell me where we do that in public school. Now, let me just settle down before I go totally cray cray on on, on this situation right now. But I am still shedding layers, feeling as if I have totally been brainwashed that learning has to look a certain way. I didn't go into homeschooling, just homeschooling my kids and then homeschooling others. I went straight into building a micro school. I went straight out of being a teacher, failing, falling flat on my face because I was so tired of public school and watching the cattle just going through the chute with our teachers and our children and their hands being tied. I thought, you know what? I want to be so far away from education. I don't ever want to look into it again. And it's so sad because I had been teaching literally my whole life. My dad built my first little schoolroom, my first little schoolroom that I stayed in until I was almost 15 years old. And I was getting picked up by my friends and my mom was like, Mackenzie, you've got to stop playing school. Okay. I think you're a little bit too old for this. That's why I'll never tell my children to stop playing. You just play your little heart out because the world will tell you when it's time to stop playing. So just play, just enjoy your childhood enjoy the moments where you can just be in a space of creativity. And that's what I want to give these children here. And so moving on from that, I didn't just start homeschooling my children and then opening it up and homeschooling other children. I just went into, oh my gosh, I don't want my kids going back to school. I don't want in the middle of COVID, I don't want to go back myself and I just have to make money. I mean, that's all there is to it. I I have to make money. And I want to be home with my children. I saw what all we were being able to do during that COVID time. And I had a year off from teaching school and thought, you know what? I want to be so far away from from education. I'm going to go and join my grandma in selling jewelry. And I fell flat on my face doing that because that was absolutely not what I was called to do. However, God is so good and he is so gracious and he still blessed me. And that was not a season that was not fruitful. That was a fruitful season because I learned so much. I connected with people all over the country and I was able to start a business out of my home and my children were able to see their mom do something different. They were able to see their mom struggle a little bit. They were able to see their mom take those ashes and turn it into something beautiful because I was then able to feel more confident since I had already left school for about a year to begin doing what I'm doing now. But my kids have seen it all. They've seen me try to homeschool by themselves and they've seen me try to homeschool other children and they've seen me hire people and they've seen me switch my model around. But guess what? That's real life learning. That's what I get to offer my children. And you know, I didn't get a practice round of homeschooling my kids first, but I'll tell you what, 
the stress is gone. I have teacher friends who've started homeschooling their their children. They're like, can you believe it? I absolutely love teaching my kids. I know exactly what they're getting. The stress is away and I am in control. I totally believe that there are many teachers who are losing their willingness to work because of bureaucratic system. But micro-schooling has rekindled the love for almost every single teacher that I know of. Every teacher that I know of who've actually got involved in it. They get to teach what they love. They get to outsource the rest anytime that they need to, whether it be online, whether it be to another teacher or to a volunteer. We have a slower paced day. I get to teach in my socks. I get to spend more time outside. I get to be away from a rigid, strict schedule. I get to make the schedule. I get to make more income. I'm in control of how much income I'm going to make. If I want to build my micro school full-time and then scale it down part-time next year, I can do that. If I want to go full-time and offer part-time, I get to do that. If I want to start out part-time and build it and go full-time, I get to do that. You get to say so. You get the creative space. You get to pick the curriculum. You get to schedule the calendar of events. You get to plan the field trips. You can be in the sunshine as much as you want. You get to have popcorn lover's day. You get to have the freedom to teach children and make them feel safe and encouraged to learn and feel as if they have the parameters to just be themselves. I wanted to get away from the hustle bustle lifestyle. And I'm constantly being refined. The overwork, the guilt that I would have, leaving my house, coffee sloshing everywhere in the morning, 7 o'clock, getting to school, going through traffic, dropping my kids off at extended day, teaching all day long, keeping them at extended day until the afternoon, picking them up. Come on. I'm done with that. I am letting go of that. I don't care if I do have to work a little bit more on days. It doesn't matter because the quality of my life is far greater than what it ever have been if I would have stayed where I had stayed. Now, what does my day look like? I encourage you to go back to the two episodes that I have recorded this year in 2022, the micro school recaps, because I want you to see those are such valuable. Those are such valuable episodes for you to get a glimpse into what does her days really look like? And if you're not into the micro school, then so be it. But if you want to see what it could possibly be like for you, you're going to see a candid shot of our lifestyle. We get to design the teacher life that we want. Now, I will say that when I started our business, it was out of crisis mode during the pandemic. I needed help, but I didn't think that I needed help. And I'm here to tell you, I am not teaching all 11 kids by myself. There have been times this year I have had to teach the the children by myself because my assistant has been out for various things, but we have systems in place and we get right back on track, but I am not afraid to outsource. And if that costs you money, if you want to start this and you're like, but I'm, I'm afraid I'm going to be working too much. I'm afraid. I don't know exactly how to do it. There are multiple age groups. I don't feel confident. Sacrifice some money to pay someone to help you. There's no amount of money in this world that should keep you stressed out. My first year, whenever I first started with five kids in my home, I felt like I could do it all myself, but I had different ages. I had never had multiple ages before. And guess who I called? I called my mother-in-law. She's not a certified teacher, but she came over and she helped me so much. I never knew that I needed that help, but I'm so grateful that I did because I was just starting and I need some needed someone to, to bounce ideas off of. See, we think of school and we think that we've got to have this structure in place and we've got to have all of these certified teachers and it needs to be a counselor and it needs to be, no, it doesn't. It needs to be you and you need to be healthy 
And you need to say, this is what I can do. This is what I can provide. And this is what really lights me up. That's how we achieve work-life balance. If you have children at home that are younger, and you're going to open this up to students who are older, and you're worried, can these children, my, my younger children, are they going to be a distraction? No, they're going to be immersed in your school. They're going to watch mom and dad do this. They're going to see mom and dad serving other children. You're still going to get to hug on your children. You're still going to get to love on them. Tell me how much more you're going to get to be around your kids doing this at home with them as opposed to leaving in the morning and coming home late at night and seeing your kids. So we get we get fearful and we think, if I do this out of my home or if I do this in my barn or if I do this outside outside in our garage, then my kids, I'm not going to get to see my kids that much. They're going to be working mom and working dad. There are systems in place. There are different boundaries that we have to set in place. There are different strategies that need to be accounted for. But more so, you're going to have a relaxed lifestyle of teaching. We are in the mindset right now that we are going to take what we're doing in public school and recreate it at home. And that is not what I'm saying that we do. We are getting away from that. We are providing something different for ourselves, for our families, and for other families. So I say, if you have children at home that aren't school age yet, and you're doing this for school age, you immerse your children in the process. My family, these children love the fact that they get to snuggle with our dog throughout the day. They love seeing my husband pop in and out saying, hi, Mr. Oliver. They see our family come into town. I had family in town. I had 17 people in my home. I had my school and I had wait, let's see here, four or five, six extra people in my home. And they were here, a part of it. And you're like, what? Yeah. Well, guess what? We did leave. Okay, we did leave. But we started out the morning. My family was here. All the kids arrived at school. Everybody was playing outside. My family met our school. And then my assistant came and I left with with my family and we went and did all kinds of fun things throughout the day. I also had my mother-in-law come over and the families knew, listen, my assistant's not going to be here this day, but my mother-in-law can come. Are you okay with my mother-in-law being here on a fun Friday? And they're like, absolutely. They brought their kids. My mother-in-law had an incredible time. She's not a certified teacher, but I do have systems in place. You know, we are a private tutoring company and all of the students here are labeled homeschool. So these parents can send them to my house and they are foregoing their parent responsibilities for that time being. And that's actually addressed in my handbook as well. And if you're interested in that, don't forget, whatever you're building, Go to www.teachersletyourlightshine.com slash shop for all of our introductory pricing on all that you would need. And that handbook states in there that if I am not able to teach or if I have to leave, go to the doctor, whatever, these are the people that I will put in place to to care for your children. Just like that. If you're thinking, gosh, I don't know if I can teach all these subjects. I've never taught those subjects before. Get someone to help you or outsource it. You teach what you feel like you can teach and you will find an online program to help these children. BJU Press also has videos where you pop in the videos and it will teach the kids for you. And then you just supplement on the side. And I'm here to tell you that the amount of one-on-one teaching they're going to get from you is going to trump anything else they're going to get in another public school environment or even private school, depending on how many students you have. I believe another fear we have is just not knowing what it can look like because we've never tasted or seen freedom. We need 
to know that there is just so much more increased job satisfaction. Look it up. People who have who have been building micro schools, you will see research has been done on increased job satisfaction. You get to determine your high value. If you want 11 students, 5 students, 20 students, 4 students, get yourself a part-time assistant. Get yourself some volunteers. I definitely felt like I could do it on my own and I realized I just don't even want to do it on my own. I want someone else here. I like it. You find a who. I like having someone here who can staple the papers and help me organize and prepare. You don't have to have a certified teacher to do that. I have an incredible assistant. You can have high levels of teacher satisfaction, more money, you have lower barriers to entry, and teachers are finding that they can even earn more money despite teaching fewer students. Most micro schools are charging $1,000 per month for 10 months with a case of 10 children. That's $100,000 a year, which is considerably above the national average of $61,000. Hear me now. A teacher from Broward County, Florida, reported that she was earning more money teaching a micro school with only four students than she had earned previously at a private school. Micro schools also present lower barriers to entry for teachers who are entrepreneurs, edupreneurs, looking to open one. Because traditional private or charter schools often require millions of dollars to purchasing a building of a sufficient size, not to mention the small army of teaching and administrative staff, lawyers, cafeteria workers, I mean, nurses, bus drivers, and so on. Marco schools just often require a single instructor, a small room with suitable furniture, and some laptops. Bada bing, bada boom. So this work-life balance, it's in my home. I don't have to commute. If you have younger kids, set it up as a family style. Involve them. You get to immerse yourself and you figure out and you lean on others for help. But there's also some separation. If you don't want it to be in your home, you can go do it somewhere else. If you want to have it on your land and pop into your house, maybe your wife is homeschooling and you are you're the homeschool teacher, you're a male, go outside, do your thing with the students, come inside, see your wife. Maybe you've got a volunteer. Maybe you've got another teacher. Maybe you've got a high school assistant who's out watching the kids at lunchtime. Go have lunch with your wife. I mean, come on, guys. I know that this sounds like, what? But it's so true. We just don't know because we've never been business owners before and we've never been able to do such a thing. When I go at the end of the day at 3.30, I'm done. I don't pick up any other schoolwork. I don't do it. I come into my classroom at 8 o'clock in the morning in my home and I turn on the light. I do what I need to do to prepare for school and students come at 8.30. At 8.30, I'm outside watching them play. I'm sitting on my swing. I'm talking to them. I'm finishing my coffee. Maybe I'm doing something, you know, lesson plan. Maybe I'm grading some papers, whatever. I don't know, but I'm in the sunshine. Who cares? I'm just enjoying my life with these kids, watching them grow. I teach from 9 to 12. I have an assistant here, and then my assistant takes the kids for lunch. I can do whatever I want to during lunch, whether it's work on Teacher Let Your Light Shine, whether it's work on other school material. I get to do that. So it's not as if I have to be with the kids all day in front of them, watching them. When my assistant's not here, they're sitting on my back porch eating and I'm inside watching them through the glass doors and I'm sitting in here doing schoolwork or I'm planning. And it's not like I was when I was teaching at public school, doing all these formative assessments and tracking and interventions and data meetings and whatever all I had to do. That's all gone. 
It's gone. It's wiped away. I get to make this the way that I want to make this. And to me, that's quality. That is such quality. And I make sure that our school day ends at 2.45. The kids help clean up. They go back out on my back porch. They have a snack. And from that moment, after they've done their chores, had their snack, they get to play outside. They're already packed up for the day. For the next 30 to 45 minutes, I'm preparing for the next day, if I even need to do that. I'm telling you, guys, it is so possible. It's glorious. And you don't have to do it alone. When the day is done, At 3.30, I make sure it's done. Like I said, I go on a walk with my daughter. I go pick up my daughter from middle school. I turn off the light in our office, in our classroom, and I'm done. I don't turn the light on until the next morning. The reason why I won't go back is because my mother-in-law said it before. She had ran, she wasn't a certified teacher, but she had 15 kids in her house 30 years ago teaching them. Um, They were four years old. And it's just so interesting because she was running a preschool out of her home, not even being certified, not even being all private school, nothing. And she got her family out of debt doing this. She did it for about five years. And she's like, you know, ever since that experience, and then I went to go work in a doctor's office, she's like, nothing ever satisfied me. She said, once you taste freedom, you'll never want to go back. And she's so right. Not if you don't have to. And let me tell you, I appreciate where I come from. But there's so much in store, so many avenues. When you step out and become your own business, yes, I felt intimidated. And there's been times I've wanted to go back into my comfort zone, the place that I was well-known, the place that I enjoyed, the place that I felt successful. But did I really have it all? If I did, then why am I not there still? Why did I constantly want to leave? If you never get out of your comfort zone and do something scared, you're not going to grow. You're going to keep wallowing and you're complaining and your dissatisfaction, and your discontent. Please listen to me. You cannot stay stagnant. You will talk yourself into a corner. You'll never see what's on the other side of the door if you don't open the door. I know that you're scared to step out. I know that the door behind you is going to close and you're going to be like, oh my gosh, I'm never going to enter it in again. Yes, you can. But go to another door. Turn the knob. Knock on other doors. Shout out. Somebody, open the door. I need help. I need guidance. I need direction. For an example, go into our Facebook group. Get ideas. Don't feel like you have to climb Mount Mount Everest with this. There's so much to look forward to. And my thing is this. If you were to ask me why do this, I would say to you, because it's your legacy. Because you can always change it. And because you're going to be able to design the life you truly love. Month after month, year after year, I'm getting better. I'm getting refined And I'm getting so much more grateful for this experience that God gave me. And I'd love for you to just open your mind to the possibilities. Ask the questions and truly believe that you can design the life that you love. Until next time, keep shining your teacher light.